This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals just like you. What do we do here? We explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is completely wrong and you will make lots more money in way, way less time by doing the exact opposite. So I'm joined today by my lovely sidekick, Ramon. How are you, Ramon? I would like to make lots, lots more money. Would you really? Yes, I would. Well, you're sitting on the wrong seat for that. I am indeed. I should be on that side of the glass. Location, location, location. So uh, we always start with the headlines of the day. We do, but I'm gonna I'm gonna mix it up a little. Okay, yeah. Well, you can do the sound effect for the headlines of the day. That's the only reason why I'm here. I know. Here I go. know that. I just gotta press the button. I am ready. I'm, I'm, this is my big part. <laughs> here we go. Oh, it's coming. Again, this is not the headline of the day. It's not. Okay, but just a tip. Okay, I had uh, a friend come over. You could use this at your house. I had a friend come over, and when he saw the litter box. He said, oh, you have a cat? I said, no, no, that's for company. And then he left a lot sooner. That's how you do it. Use that one at Thanksgiving. That's how you do it. Okay, so what are we going to talk about today? How about real estate? Should we talk about that? We're here. Might as well. Now, you know, uh, a lot of of you out there in um, real estate land, you use uh, automatic dialers to do prospecting. Uh, so for those of you who want to do buyers only, uh, this is not going to be for you. But if you want to do sellers only or mostly and you do telephone prospecting to make money, uh, that would be helpful. So you heard the guy. Now, the guy was on the speakerphone. I played him. He kept calling me a genius. Do you remember that just moments ago? I thought it was for me. You thought it was for you, but enough. no, it turns out he, it called was, you a he genius. actually thought I was a genius. Now, he's never met me in real life. That's part of that. That could be it. You know, this is a phone guy. So he was a guy who just signed up for coaching yesterday, and he had been calling for sale by owners, and uh, he said that, uh, you know, he would – with for sale by owners, we have what we call the setup question and then the magic question. So the setup question is, uh, you know, it occurred to me that you're trying to sell your house by not having it on the market with a real estate professional, is that because you hate realtors? And uh, they, you know, they always say, oh, no, I don't hate realtors. I don't want to pay a commission. So it's about money, right? So it's either about money or it's the principle of the thing. You know? So um, they think they're going to save money by not using a realtor, uh, which turns out statistically to never, ever be true. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people think that. So if it's the principle of the thing, which means, yes, I'd rather uh, lose a fortune just for the privilege of not hanging around with these real estate agent people, then uh, then you can't help them. But you have to get that that question answered. And then if they say, no, no, it's not about it is about money, then you do the value proposition, which, of course, is, well, if I have an amazing strategy and I do 
and no other agent has it, and I already know you know they don't because you're a fear, you know, for sale by owner. You wouldn't be that way otherwise. And it would 1,000% guarantee you that the buyer would, in fact, grossly overpay for your house, and you would end up netting, after all the expenses are paid, tens of thousands of extra dollars that you could not get any other way, more than any other agent could get you, more than you could get with or without an agent, would you want to hear about that or are you allergic to money? So that's the magic question. So the the secret to sales is you do this elaborate setup like that that leads to one magic question that has no wrong answer and of course you always know the answer. So in that question, we've cut off all the angles. They couldn't possibly get it wrong. And he said that they said, oh, we want to try it uh, a couple of more weeks on our own. Now, I can prove they don't want to try it a couple of more weeks on their own by just saying, hey, you're asking 500000 for your house. If I paid a million to you tomorrow, would you take the money? And they'd say yes. Well, that's proof they don't need to wait a week, right, or two. So I said, you didn't get your question answered. And uh, so I said, just next time, you know, the, the reality is the, the difference between for sale by owners and uh, real estate agents is for sale by owners have their scripts memorized. The agents are just winging it. So I said, next time, just call and uh, do what your thing. And when they don't answer the question yes or no, and they say something that isn't the answer to the magic question, like, oh, we just want to try it ourselves, or we've had a bunch of calls from other agents, or we have a friend that's in the business. You say these words, and everybody should write these down. Can I ask you about that? And then they say, sure. And that shuts them up. And then you re-ask the magic question, which they did not hear the first time, and then get it answered the second time. So he did that. It worked. He booked two appointments and yet since yesterday, since we talked yesterday, and now he thinks I'm a genius. You heard it. I did. It's just a little trick. I can do. back it's it no up. No big deal. You yeah. know, my magic question often is: Is this the card you picked? Is so it, it may not no, be. No, by the way, I heard a rumor, an a bizarre rumor about you. Uh oh. Now you want to guess what? I'm going to drink coffee. Do we have any setup music for that? Oh, that's delicious. Okay. All right, start Try to guess now. what the rumor is I heard about you. That I used to be a male model. In my no, early Chippendales, no. no, it's not no, that. No. But we'll talk about that later that's fair. on the air. Okay. Uh, what else do you think it might have been? Is that you do an imitation. Who, who might Somebody that told me you do an imitation of Santa Claus. Oh, I've done Santa Claus. Which sounds you. creepy. Yes, it's yeah. true. Next to having a puppy in a van, it's a yeah. little creepy. Well, but I just wear the beard, though. Well, you already Just have a, that. Well, no, it's a, it's a white beard. You got a clip on? Yeah. Well, it goes over the top of this one. Let's hear your Santa Claus voice. Well, it's very similar to mine, surprisingly. Is it really? Yes. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. <laughs> but I did it during a gun commercial. So that kind is of that said, what, Is yeah, that where that came from? It was Santa from? Claus. Uh, you know, he was uh, hawking some guns and ammo. Well, nothing says Christmas, Merry Christmas, like hawking some guns and ammo. AK-47, baby. Speaking of hawking, I have a hawking rifle. Do you know what that is? I do not. Yeah, that's guns and ammo. It's a, it's a uh, muzzle-loading forty-five caliber mm. cap and ball 
that I built myself. Can you imagine that? You and I'm not, I'm not crafty or handy. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. I thought well, this. I was. I thought I was going to be a mountain man, I like could, Jim Bridger. You're going to need more hair. I'm going to need. Oh, I had more hair. I had a giant afro back then. Oh, that would have been perfect. Yeah, little small cabin in the woods. You've seen the picture on my phone of the giant afro. Right? I have not, but I you will, haven't seen I will, it. Please show it to me right now through the glass. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Nothing's worse than radio than showing a guy pictures. See that? Oh wow, <laughs> that is disco fresh. That is disco fresh. I that's love that. My scuzzball bank. Ruby. All right, back to business. Should here. we get back to real estate? Might as well. Okay, so uh, so those of you who sell real estate, you you have to get your question answered when you're prospecting. So you prospect. You're calling up and down the street. You're calling Fizbo's. You're calling expireds in the hopes that you're going to have a conversation where you get to say you found a real seller and you get to ask the maybe the setup question if it's a FISBO or an expired and the magic question and you got to get that question answered. So in Mojo, most most of the people that I coach use a uh, product and service called Mojo. So if you if you guys go to mojocells.com if you're not familiar with fearless agent coaching or and by the way I don't allow myself to be paid to recommend other people's crap, so to speak. So mojocells.com is the – I really don't think they really have any competition to speak of. So uh, it, is an, it is a three-line dialer. Uh, it is uh, – so if you're going to sign up for Mojo, write this down. I'm going to write it down too. Three-line dialer. It's either a one-line dialer or a three-line dialer. And it's it would be the database that you use. So I recommend every real estate agent have only one database. And if you don't have one that you're completely addicted to, I would use Mojo. And then uh, neighborhood search is a feature where you can buy the data, the phone, the names and phone numbers of all the people that live in all the areas. And then uh, you can assemble them into one big list. We'll talk about that in a minute. And then uh, you could also – there's a thing called skip trace, I think it's called, or reverse lookup. So you know my address. You type in my address. What you want to know is my name and phone number and it would give you that if I had a listed name and phone number. Uh, or you could put in my uh, phone number and it would give you the address and vice versa. And then there's FISBO leads and expired leads for uh, most every area. Some MLSs don't participate in that. So I would use Mojo if you could. Wonderful people, great, uh, great product. Uh, I did not use it when I was in real estate. They had it. I just didn't know about it. And if I had known about it, I would have used it. So all I think maybe 100% of my coaching students that focus on sellers mostly or only do use it. And um, so what you what you have the opportunity to do with it is uh, you can, you know, assemble these lists of folks that live in areas. So I would focus on areas that have equity. So uh, if you live in a house that was built, let's say, in, um, oh, 2006, it's highly likely uh, or later, that it's highly likely that the the folks in your neighborhood don't have any equity to speak of. Uh, 
And that may be different where you live, but it's highly likely. So you need the entire neighborhood to have doubled in value since it was built. Uh, so if you live in a neighborhood that was built in 19 uh, – uh, well, the year 2000 the, or no, 1990, excuse me. 1990 is the neighborhood that has the most equity. So if, you're, if your neighborhood was built in 1990, there are a lot of people that have 100 percent equity because the loans were 30 years old. They paid those off and uh, so that's perfect. So the newer you get from 1990, the less and less equity there's going to be in the neighborhood. The individual houses would all be uniquely different in that way. But in the whole neighborhood, there's going to be less and less equity as they get newer. And as you get older, it really wouldn't matter. So uh, focus on na older neighborhoods because they have older people and older people have more equity generally. So the difference between the equity position of a 40-year-old homeowner and a 70-year-old homeowner is like night and day. And if you want to have nonstop problems in real estate, keep talking to young people with no equity. They will drive you out of the business. So a lot of people fail out of real estate because they pick the wrong farm area or something like that, and it happens to be the one. They pick the area the way I picked my farm area, which is where I live. But I, I luckily lived in a neighborhood that was built in 1958 when I got into real estate in 1984. They were exactly 30 years old and, um, you know, it made – it saved me. But I saw a lot of my uh, uh, friends in real estate fail out of the business completely because they kept saying, I can never get anybody to price the house right. And I'm thinking, I never have that problem. I have a lot of problems. I don't have that problem. And they'd say, I can never get anybody to, to pay a full commission. And I'd say, wow, I never have that problem. I got a lot of problems, but I don't have that problem. And it was because the people in my area had tons of equity. So paying a full commission was never an issue and or rarely an issue. And then um, – and it would have been their issue because I charged 7 percent no matter what. So it wouldn't, wouldn't be my issue. So when you're using Mojo – the idea is – and every fearless agent does this. Uh, every fearless agent who uh, – let me say it this way. Fearless agent. We have it figured out. So if your goal is to get rich in real estate, uh, you do what every fearless agent does and that's going to happen because we have it figured out. So I'm not the type of coach who says, hey, you could do this or you could do that because the coaches who do that, they don't have it figured out. So we do. So – Everybody that I coach that focuses on listings mostly or only, they're doing the exact same thing every day in the same order. So first, what they do is they call their sphere asking for uh, referrals proactively. Then they would go to – and which that may be one or two calls a day you know, depending on the size of your sphere – and then they go to any new for sale by owners that they have never dialed their number before, either had a live call with or left a message to. We never follow up with FISBOs or expireds. Then they go to any new expireds that they have never contacted before, dialed their number, either left a message or had a live call with before. And you always leave a message if you get their machine. You leave the fearless agent FISBO message or the fearless agent expired message. 
and then uh, if they don't call you back, you step over their carcass and get on with your life. And then you go to follow-up calls from previous cold calling. That's where the big bucks really gets made. And then you go to um, uh, cold calling. So just calling up and down the street, asking people if they want to sell their house, uh, not randomly, but targeted. So when you use Mojo and you first get it, it comes with these things called folders. Now, again, I've never used this. I'm hearing it secondhand. But it really is kind of designed by somebody who really doesn't know how sales works. So the way sales doesn't work is having groups of people that you're going to follow up with and they're grouped by these people get a call every three months, these people get a call every two months, these people get a call every one month. So when you when you buy Mojo, it has these built-in folders, and I think one of them is called dead leads. I don't know what that what that means. Um, it sounds like an M Night Shyamalan movie. I think dead leads wasn't that a? It'll I, have a twist ending, no matter I, what. It it'll is. have a crazy wacky twist at the end that you didn't see it coming, um, and it's creepy. But uh, then they have uh, warm leads, hot leads, medium rare, uh, you know, well done with a peppercorn sauce, that mm, kind of stuff. Mm, mm. So you're going to eliminate all of those folders and you're going to have just one folder called My Database. And in that database will be everybody that you have ascertained is worth following up with for any reason. Now, one reason might be they are in your sphere. They may never sell. They might not own a house. They may never buy, uh, but they are in a position to refer people to you. So let's say there's an older person. They've long since sold their house. Uh, They're with it, but they live in the rental old folks home or something like that. But They know a lot of old people with equity that still own homes. They could refer you. So you're going to have a conversation, do the referral lead generator dialogue today, ask them for referrals, get a referral or not, and then say, I don't want to call them back too soon because I don't want to be the annoying guy. Although once they have Alzheimer's, you can call them every day and they think it's new. Isn't that true? He's shaking his head like, why in the world would he say something like that? I'm, I didn't even want to open the microphone. I'm, I'm at the point where I'm so old I can hide my own Easter eggs. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's all right. So now uh, – but you call them back every four months or every six months asking for referrals. But they don't go in a folder where it's – so you're going to pick a date for Mojo to remind you when to call them back. Then you've got uh, – Now, the FISBOs and the expireds are different. That's from what they call the lead store, I believe, in Mojo. So they're not going into our database. We're either booking an appointment or not. And if we do, then they would go into the database. But but if we didn't list their house, they'd come right back out. We're not going to follow up with uh, people that didn't pass the test, the IQ test, we call it. So then you've got – People who you cold called and said, hey, I am thinking about selling my house. It is going to happen for sure in less than two years. They would get into that my database list or folder. 
any of your service providers, your carpet guy, your uh, carpet cleaning guy, your uh, um, you know plumber, your title people, anybody that is, you're going to ever call for any reason, and you can ask them for referrals, they would be in that list, and they would have a unique date attached to them when you're going to call them and ask them for referrals. Other realtors might be in that list. You're not going to call them, but this is your database, so everybody's in there, you know, so you know how to get a hold of them. So the other list is going to be a giant list that has hundreds of thousands or 100,000 names and phone numbers of single-family homeowners, mostly, if possible, unless you live in Manhattan. So you want to focus on older people with equity. So the types of properties that never have equity would be multifamily, condos. So we're avoiding that kind of stuff and focusing on single-family homes that go up in value in older neighborhoods, old enough to have equity, let's say prior to 2000 would be safe in most towns. So you have to go into Mojo and do this neighborhood search thing, they call it. And by the way, if any of the stuff that we ever talk about on this, uh, it's time for the shameless plug. You know, we need a shameless plug. I've been working on have that. Have you been working on yeah, that? Yeah, I have. I haven't really found it Shameless yet. plug. Sound effect, we'll call it. But if the stuff we talk about on this podcast makes sense to you, there's probably something wrong with you. But if it does, that's okay. And you happen to be earning less selling real estate than you wish you were, and you are open to the idea of having some help with that. If you would like to learn more, you can always call me directly at any time on my cell phone at 480-385-8810. And we will just see if you and what you're trying to do and what we do at Fearless Agent, if it would be a good fit. If it is, you will get rich. If it's not, we'll admit it. And I'm still happy to help you in any other way I can. So call me up, 480-385-8810. And uh, you can always go to fearlessagent.com, watch our webinar. It's about 45 minutes long. Take lots of notes. Go to the video training page. Go to the speaking page. There's a... uh, 25-minute video that's an excerpt from a two-day event we do. Uh, If you are a real estate company owner and you would like to have a two-day event or a one-day Fearless Agent event or a half a day, uh, you could give me a call and we can talk about that. But the free videos that are on my uh, website would be way better coaching than than you would pay any other coach anywhere, any amount of money for, I guarantee you that. And if you ever have a question, you can always call me because we want to help you. So again, 480-385-8810 and fearlessagent.com. So the, uh, the idea is we're calling up and down the street through neighborhoods. So in Mojo, uh, when you do the neighborhood search, it limits how big an area you can you know, suck the data into um, Mojo from or for. And uh, I think it limits you to several thousand, 5,000, 1,000. I don't know what that is. But you want to end up with 100,000. So what I would recommend doing is just have a project where you look at the map, you draw these little diagrams around the maps where it's likely to have single-family homes. So avoid condo areas, avoid industrial, avoid commercial Avoid vacant land, obviously. 
and look for those single-family home neighborhoods. You can use Google Maps satellite view to kind of get the street boundaries you're going to work with. And then when you have a bunch of little folders enough to equal uh, about 100,000 or more, then merge them all. There is a way to do that. You can call Mojo for tech support. Merge them all into one giant list and... So I want you to have one giant list that you're constantly going to be calling through, and you would want it to be big enough that even using a three-line dialer, it would take you, um, you know, a year or at least six months to to call through it. So remember, when you're every day when you're calling, you're going to start with your sphere. That takes you know, 10 or 15 minutes, maybe a half an hour at the most. Then you would go to any new for sale by owners depending on how many of those there are. It takes however long it takes. And remember to keep asking the magic question until you get it answered. So you'll, you may have booked an appointment or two before that's over. Then you go to the expired, same thing. There may be quite a few more expireds. Uh, and then on the 1st and the 15th of the month, there's a little spurt of them, of course. And then then it's follow-up calls. So as you progress in real estate, the cold calling will get less and less because you will have less time to do that because the follow-up calls will be more and take more and more time. And that's where the big bucks comes from. So in the beginning, it would take you less time to call through your giant list of 100 or 200,000 numbered names and numbers uh, a couple, three or four years from now, or five years from now, it it would take you much longer to dial through that list. So, the the main thing is getting great, getting to be great on the phone. So you get great on the phone by grouping them into chunks of time. So when you're when you're making the uh, calling your sphere. These are people who know you, like you, trust you, asking for referrals, using the words we give you. Um, That is a comfortable set of words that make it comfortable for you to ask. And it also is designed to make it comfortable for them to either say yes or no. Um, Now, for whatever reason, I am the type of person who it's less comfortable for me to call you if I know you and ask you for referrals than call you as a total stranger and ask you if you want to sell your house. Most people are not that way, but I am that way. So my least favorite thing is doing the referral lead generator calls. So I do them first, and there's the fewest of them. Then my attitude when I'm calling is I cannot wait to get done with these referral calls so I can get to the for sale by owners, which for whatever reason I like better. So I – and I believe that for sale by owners, um, uh, I liked expireds better. I will say that. But anyway, but I called everybody. So then I go to the for sale by owners and I've got my new dialogue in front of me. You know, I've got all the words to say in front of me on paper, not on a computer screen. That would be insane. And then because uh, i got to be able to follow along with my finger so when they blurt out something crazy and stupid, it, I don't lose my place and I make sure I get my question answered. And you can't do that on a computer screen. You can only do that on paper. So always print your dialogues on paper. 
And then uh, when I'm calling FISBOs, I think I cannot wait to get done with these for sale by owners so I can get to the expireds. Then I'm doing the expireds, same thing. I cannot wait to get done with these expireds so I can get to the follow-up calls. Now, the the uh, none of this is hard, but you do have to think a little, be a little more uh, paying attention to the FISBOs and the expireds than you did probably to the referral people. Uh, then you get to the follow-up calls, and each one of them is unique. They all – you know their story. You've made notes about what they said last time. So it's kind of a redo of the initial cold call, but you're reminding them – you know, you say last time we talked, I don't know if you remember me, but you told me that you were thinking about moving to San Diego. Is that still true? And you're kind of, it's kind of a repeat. So you do have to pay attention and you have to look at your notes. And then I can't wait to get done with those calls so I can get to the cold calls where I really can just lean back and not really pay attention until somebody says, yes, we are thinking of selling our house. So, you know, your problems don't even begin till they say, yes, we are thinking of selling our house. So all the pressure stuff is over by the t- when, once you start doing your cold calls for the rest of the day, and then I'm just not going to get off the phone until I've scheduled five. And so when I've scheduled five, then I'm done uh, for the day. And if I've uh, – or if I've – if 8 o'clock rolls around in p.m. and I'm done prospecting. So I would call from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. if I didn't have any appointments uh, which was refreshing because I didn't have to leave the house. And the minute I get in my car, I'm losing money. So when I'm driving to the listing appointment, which is necessary, I'm not making money. I'm losing $400 an hour. It's costing me $400 an hour to drive the number of minutes I took. So I want to stay on the phone. The longer I can stay on the phone, and I, I don't think that's the mindset most agents have, and that's why most agents are broke. So if your mindset can be changed the way mine was changed, first I said, I don't like doing this. Then it changed to, I don't ever want to quit doing this. I don't want to do anything but this. I just want to stay on the phone because that's where the money is being made. I'm never going to delegate this job. Now, I could delegate the listing appointment to somebody else. I could delegate just about anything except the CMA and the prospecting to somebody else. But um, I just wanted to be on the phone. So magic happens when you're on the phone. And if you are not yet a fearless agent, and again, you happen to be earning less than you wish you were, and you are willing to have some help with that, we do have the help for you. So please do not hesitate to call. By the way, the guy that signed up two days ago that was on the phone telling me what a genius. I remember he was telling me I was a genius. Yes, we've uh, heard I need, that I need four or five times. Now. I'm so glad you were here to witness that because, you know, at my house, I never hear that. Have your wife call. I'll confirm wife, that you were called a daughter, genius. My wife, my daughter, the dog, they never, they never say, hold, I'll tell you that Bobby's a genius. That's the last thing they <laughs> would ever say. But the guy, I said, I said to him, I said, David, Two days ago, you were the skeptical guy. Do you remember that? 
He goes, Bob, can you guarantee me this is going to work? I said, well, can you guarantee me you're going to show up to work? He said, yes. I said, yeah, then I can guarantee it'll work. So now now he knows it works. So you can call me anytime at 480-385-8810 to uh, be like Dave. But once again, we want to thank all of you for joining us today. Please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. You can give us a five-star. Please give us a five-star review of this podcast on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you have to be listening to it. Again, you can call me anytime. But until next week, we always do three things. Number one, have fun. Number two, be humble. When you have all these amazing skills, don't get arrogant. Be humble. And number three, be fearless. Thanks, gang. Oh, oh, oh.